Hello, everybody, and welcome back to a very special, exciting, riveting Jingle All the Way episode of Two Go Bolts <laughs> in a trench coat. Jingle, jangle, snow all on the those. rooftops, sleigh bells outside. This is our very special Christmas episode. Yeah, somebody hasn't swept the cave entrance today over, so we're kind of a little bit snowed in. But you we know what? Risk of avalanche. Risk of avalanche, yeah. In. Yeah. <laughs> But so, we are here. This is our, are here. This is a Christmas episode. This Hi. is, you know, you will hear this. Hopefully, it will come out just before the festive period. So you'll be yeah. able to listen to it with some mulled wine and in front of a roaring fire and enjoy it. If you have that thing in your home still, because I know most people don't these days. It's like, no. Well, I'm, I'm talking to the elite. Oh, the, oh it's the, the elite. elite. That, we need your sponsorship it's, it's a, money. It's a bad day when elites have the fires in the house and yeah, uh, not... Boring fires. Yeah, that's weird. Um, but we'll see. Yeah, but for this Christmas special, we're actually going to be talking about how to bring the festive period into your games. Now, obviously, Christmas is a predominantly religious celebration. It has connotations to, like, well, it is part of Christianity. And that is something that doesn't appear in a lot of fantasy worlds. You don't get an awful lot of that kind of thing. Now, if you're operating a game that is in, say, an Earth or an Alt-Earth location, that's fine. But what about everywhere else? What can you do to bring some festive frivolity into games where Christianity never existed? Now, this is this is very good because you could have winter festivals, you could have um, any number of like Yule time kind of celebrations, really, because... Um, you know, there's a lot of cultures and, and places that weren't religious but had more of a winter themed um because of the seasons changing and things like that for uh for their um festival that time of year. Yeah. So long before the UK was a Christian country, you had Druidism, you had the origins of what is now referred to as paganism and things not like the that. Pagans. Not the pagans. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, they... Jesus Christ, not the pagans. <laughs> <laughs> How rude, sir. Um, <laughs> they, so there was always this celebration of the changing of the seasons. You know, there's all this, there's a lot of evidence that points towards uh, a, a lot of symbology um, relating to the movement of the year because it doesn't matter where you are in the world seasons change you get periods of change periods of you know you might have like a rainy season i think there's some places you have something called a monsoon season yep and it's wet yep you do yeah you have there are parts of the us where they they have what they call hurricane season because that's when you're most likely to see hurricanes. And I think that one's less likely to be celebrated, more less like likely run to be celebrated, and more, more, you know. But people would still prepare for it. Yes, you would note the similarities year in, year out as the seasons change. You see these patterns, and then people build calendars and celebrations around it. And in winter, 
a lot of these celebrations sort of seem to revolve around the shortest day. Yes. So otherwise known as the solstice. So the shortest day and longest night. And that's important because it's a turning point. After that, the days start to get longer again. And in many cultures, the coming of the lengthening of the days was seen as a cause for celebration. So people would celebrate on the solstice as a means of saying, we've survived the shortest day. Yeah. We're, we're going to make it through the longest night and welcome the lengthening days. And then there's that whole Holly and the Oak, the Oak King fighting for supremacy and um, things like that. So to bring it, that into your fantasy world, just bear in mind how your seasons work. So if you have, if your world has seasons, like ours does, you can easily just use themes of the solstice, themes of uh, Yuletide, themes of the coming year, you know, the, the changing, the movement from one to another. And use, yeah. use that as a basis for your festive period. So... I mean, you could even like have a bit of a, a time, like it's like a gift giving if you're that sort of area as well. Like just before the new moon or something, everyone gives a gift around a hearth or something like that. You know, you could you could have that as a, a very sort of symbolic type of festival in your world, if you so wish. Okay, so in let's let's take let's take Forgotten Realms as an example. Because they do have a sort of a set, or not a like for like, but they do have something that it is akin to a uh, akin to a Christmas, and that is the Dead Winter Day, which is okay. midwinter. Um. And in the Forgotten Realms, Dead Winter Day is sort of like, it is, it is essentially like a Christmas. So you have uh, worshippers of Auril will hold a festival of ice dancing and you have um, worshippers of Loviatar who celebrate the rite of pain and purity and you have people that uh, worship Shialia who will bring friendly creatures to join in on feasting and dancing and singing and it's it's celebrated because it's right in the middle of winter and you it's basically used as a day to make or renew alliances. So there's a big thing there for, for that. They also have something called Winter Shield, which is a holiday specifically in Waterdeep. Oh, okay. 
and it marks the coming of a new year. So it's it's basically like Christmas and New Year rolled into one. People take the day off work, they reminisce about the previous year and they set expectations and they have feasts and they give gifts. Um I was like, I want to go live in Waterdeep around that they, time of year. They take <laughs> cider. Well, here's the thing. They drink ciders and broths infused with <clears throat> medicinal herbs oh, okay. <laughs> to bring about visions. <clears throat> they mean get high. Uh, so you know it's it's basically that kind of thing so for for them they have dead winter and then they have winter shield um as their celebrations of the the middle of winter the coming of the new year and it's it's you know it's it's a nice way of doing it. it it there's no it's not like christmas is a you know, Christian thing here. You've got the worshippers of different gods that do different things depending on their, um, you know, what what they what they represent. So Auril is obviously yeah. the goddess of winter. This is literally her bread and butter. This is literally like the half point of her of her reign. So it would be good to celebrate it. And uh, Loviatar. Um, she's a bit of a strange one the maiden of pain wow okay um but the middle of winter is a great time to hold a festival for her because it's hecking cold it's one of the coldest nights of the year you know it's it, you're right in the middle of a, this freezing winter and yeah it's a, a great time to celebrate pain um, whereas Shialia is a deity related to, she okay. is fertility goddess. But you could have that sort of cycle, yeah. You know, death, yeah. rebirth, death, rebirth, re, you know, all that. Yeah, she sort of stuff, which is always quite good. Yeah, so the middle of winter is a whole, you know, there is that whole death, rebirth thing, and so it is a, a definitely a celebration that can be used by nature gods as well as you know specifically winter deities and things like that mm. so it's it's not it doesn't have to be limited to one deity you can have it as a celebration of multiple deities yeah and the things that they represent so if you have a polytheistic world having a general generic celebration that can be utilised by lots of different worshippers opens up a lot of possibilities. Yeah. I mean, I kind of like the idea of, like, one season is just rain. <laughs> you just have the work. It's just rain. Isn't it's that just, just the UK? It's wet. No, no, it's just like <laughs> a season, you know, a couple of months or however long, you know, you decide it to be. It's just a miserable, wet season until the the rain stops and the cold begins. And then you're in winter, like a wintry type season. So everyone knows like, oh, it's the first rainfall of this season. Great. <laughs> Everything's going to be a crop. that We've got to get our crops in. We've got to get our livestock in. Got to <laughs> all the, you know, this sort of stuff before it just pisses with rain. 
for the next X amount of months. It just ruins everything. <laughs> and ruins everything. And even then, uh, you can you can have that. And I think that's quite cool to have, you know, making travel a little bit more treacherous, travel a bit more difficult as you go from that sort of season into a wintry sort of season as well, until you get to like, oh, at least we're out of the that bit. Now we can just enjoy, because we know the 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 winter festival or whatever you want to call it is coming yeah. around the corner for us to, you know, get some mulled wine and whatever we want to do. Yeah. Dance around something. I think, <clears throat> I think as well, if you have a society, if you, if your game is located in a society that doesn't have gods, I think that they would still want to mark as a social thing these points in time as well because even if there are no gods you don't have a god or a a spirit to celebrate the fact that you've reached this point in the year you know it's a marker it's a milestone doesn't doesn't matter that you don't have anyone to celebrate or worship you've reached this milestone in the year so everybody celebrates their birthday but it's not really relevant to a deity or a spirit or anything it's just a marker you've Mm. gone a full year around the sun yeah and And you know that once this you're still here kind of thing well done you and you know when this winter period ends you're coming into the new new sort of cycle yeah and regrowth and rebirth and all that sort of stuff it doesn't have to be like you say religious centered it can be seasonal it can depend on I don't know where the sun or the moon sits, for example. Yeah, it, and it it can literally just be a yearly marker, like this point in the year. Congratulations, you've reached the middle of winter. You're still alive. Well done. Keep going. You know, it's just yeah. an opportunity to encourage everybody. Hey, we've hit this milestone. Let's go. And the, you could also build traditions off that, like we've reached this milestone, so we always. You know, we always celebrate with the person that lives next door to us. We exchange, like, we have fish together, or we, we, yeah, we, ex- we have, we, yeah, yeah, we have a pie. specific meal yeah. every year to celebrate. We've made it this far, we're in good health. Yeah, it's that sort of you know, whatever you want it to be, really. Or if you're doing a futuristic thing where there's the whole celebration of Christmas has disappeared, it doesn't have to disappear completely, it can still be a marker, like oh, this was a date that our ancestors celebrated. But it can be different. Make it weird. Give them, like, give it really weird quirks. Like, instead of turkey, everybody eats um, rehydrated fish sticks or something weird. I don't know. It becomes a custom. Nobody (laughs) knows where this custom came from. No, at this time of year... We yeah. eat this paste and that's it. Yeah, we just eat this weird paste. And this blue paste and everyone celebrates and drinks and we, some odd drink and then we move on yeah, with our life. And we get together and we dance and it's just, it, it's an excuse to get trashed or something like that. Or or we or, plug it plug into the mainframe and just lose ourselves in some virtual reality they, type. That's yeah. another one. The every Cyberpunk. year on this day we have to go and plug into the mainframe for our yearly bout of whatever excess except festive excess (laughs) yeah yeah this is the only time of year that we're allowed to indulge in excess Mm. and the rest of the year we're not allowed to do anything 
Yeah, it's all thing. very sort of boring yeah. and grey until you get this very, you know, like I'm yeah. allowed on this day to eat blue paste, drink my weird drink, plug in and go crazy <laughs> in my virtual world until I'm told I'm not allowed to anymore and the clock strikes yeah. midnight and I've got to come out and become go back to my boring go back to my nineteen eighty George Orwell nineteen eighty five desk job. Yeah. It's <laughs> where I'm being watched all the time. So yeah, a festive celebration could literally be something like really wild, really out there. Like in the middle of winter we do this weird thing. We don't know. Hmm. We're not sure where this custom came from, but we do it. Or, or maybe there's a reason why the custom came about. Maybe, like, again, yeah. we'll go with the sci-fi thing. If you're out on a ship that's been that was, you know, for for decades was just drifting in space, barely surviving. Well, this it's, one yeah. thing that they could do every year when they came within a certain distance of. A, a certain moon or star or something they could collect something from this planet like um a vegetable or whatever well, yeah it's it's and very then, similar to old maritime traditions where i think if you cross is it the tropic of capricorn or or what, one of the the lines that they cross they make like a and even though none of them are like believe in this they make an offering to neptune yeah good seas and things like that very similar in space you go i'm gonna make it to the space octopus and offering to the space octopus that lives in <laughs> the wormhole out in the middle of you know deep the, dark void the giant so space whale safe, yeah, yeah so we have yeah so we have safe traveling in the uh ethereal nothingness that is the space yeah <laughs> but it, it can just be something as mundane as we've completed a cycle around this uh, around this wherever we are and every time mm. we encounter this planet, and it's the only time of year that we can get this fresh vegetable. So we collect and harvest yeah. this vegetable and we have a celebration because for the first time in a year, we don't have to eat reconstituted protein extracts. Yeah, exactly. And all of that. I mean, I just thought then you could even uh, buffet that by like the the seeds from that plant or vegetable that you have you replant that the day you leave so then yeah. in the next cycle you come back to that plant that vegetables regrown for you to take and get and eat and that's like yeah. the celebratory thing yeah so you know every time that right we've got to make it in x amount of zartons to this planet yeah and it, it's it's like it's a yearly thing and it's yeah. of course we know celebration. We've got to hit this point. and yeah. you know that that can that can actually cross over to sort of any celebration. So we're, we're talking about sort of Christmas type celebrations here, but that could Christmas translate adjacent. over. Yeah, that could <laughs> translate over to some, to like midsummer or harvest or, you know, spring and things like that. So you can sort of take that sort of thing and, and work it at for any time of year and it would work out. Now, with christmas adjacent celebrations there's a few ways that you can bring those into we'll we'll stick with fantasy worlds for now because a starting point so normally christmas will have evolved and you know you can just bullshit things with that well but yeah if, it's it's mecha santa claus yeah now. it's going to be mecha santa <laughs> right flying it's a around and it's santa claus that roams the planet yeah, and if you don't give around. it offerings, it kills you with its laser eyes. Yeah. I don't know, something like that. <laughs> Christmas. Oh, no, Mecha Krampus. Um. 
Yeah, it's a very Maybe bleak mecha, midwinter. Mecha Krampus will follow. Uh, <laughs> Chris, Krampus is so scary. Um, so, like, in fantasy worlds, celebrations, like I said with, like, Forgotten Realms, in Faron, you have winter, like, the, those two um, winter ones, so Dead Winter um, and uh, Winter Shield. If you're going to celebrate that kind of thing, a really good starting point for ways to celebrate is to actually look at the at the old Yule festivals. So for Yule, there's there are big traditions with the Yule log. That's a that's a great starting point where you you get a, basically a chunk of log and you decorate it and make it pretty, and then on the celebration night you burn it, and it's there this whole. Go building something this whole building something across a certain amount of time and then burning it <laughs> set fire to it it's very wicker man very wicker man <laughs> but the um, the important thing is that it's actually it, it's oh, no, christ it's basically yeah. to keep to keep you going through the longest night kind of thing you know that that whole idea of you're collecting this thing you're you're building this thing up to protect you over the longest night yeah kind of thing because the longest night is the most dangerous night obviously yeah and i think that could be very much used as a um in your campaign story theme whatever it could be like the longest night the these ha- this happened very sort of mythical you know legendary stories get trolled out like Oh, you know, two hundred years ago, there was a the wild hunt roamed around in this long in the long mid eight candles in this circle to keep them from our door and all this sort of stuff. You know, oh, yeah. build on the mythology of the whole season as well. So it's got its own kind of legend, and you know, like you would telling stories of like you know uh, Father Christmas and how he came to be with the slay and all that sort of stuff it builds the the mythos it builds like sort of believability and all that kind of stuff i think so here's a fun fact in some traditions or in you know some series santa has led the wild hunt that's quite cool (laughs) old saint nick you know that's really cool um but also then you've got things like uh, Krampus Nacht, for example, the Krampus creature. So, and that's very sort of like a twisted sort of version, isn't it? Yeah. So, Krampus is sort of like a winter spirit that comes to take away the bad guy, you know, bad children. So they say Krampus will build get you and we'll stuff you in his sack and then we'll um, take you away and take you to a wintry doom kind of thing. And in my campaign world, there is a spirit like that. It is literally called a spirit of dead winter in in my world. Um, And it is a horned spirit that wears chains on its ankles and wrists. And it travels the land seeking people surrounded by negative energy and it consume yeah. it consumes their negative energy and, and it kills them, basically leaves them to freeze to death out in the open. 
And so what people do is they all gather together and they burn purification, um, like incenses. And um, then they tell stories and basically they all get together and give offerings to gods and spirits. And then, you know, they sing songs and they have a feast. And it's basically just a way to keep each other safe from this nasty spirit that is roaming around. And uh, and a big tradition is sort of built up around avoiding this this fucking spirit, which you know yeah. nobody wants to be dragged away into a wintry doom. I mean, that's the whole. You know, you could have again. That's the thing when you know the the townsfolk are telling their children if you're you know this sort of monster will come and drag you away in the middle of the long longest night or something. Yeah, well, but then the the actual story behind that is that's actually true out there lurking is some sort of you know frost troll or something that yeah, lives in the mountains and one time it came down one year and it's just become this story ever since yeah if you know if if you're looking at it in that way you could have it as, as a literal thing so obviously there are some fantasy worlds where yes there is a creature that will come out every year on a certain day because of certain conditions are met, you know, it's like it's like the spirits that only come out during an eclipse. You know, certain conditions have to be met, and this spirit will come out and get you. So people yeah. do everything they can to make sure those conditions are not met. Like it has to be pitch black, so everybody lights candles everywhere or lights bonfires. Uh, it can't pass through doors where iron is hanging so everybody hangs iron above their door yeah and, silly, and things like that and those things become <laughs> like they they become Legends. a celebration and le- and then even after the spirit has died if if spirits can in fact die or if it's been driven away or evolved or whatever they still continue with it because there's a chance it might come back and in fantasy worlds, yeah. that's a very real thing, you know. Very superstitious. Yeah. yeah. So you've got that kind of thing. So looking to those kinds, like the lo- looking to your celebrations is a good way of, you know, getting ideas for how to deal with that kind of thing. Because it's not, it is technically, a religious festival but it is also spiritual it focuses more on the spirituality rather than a specific religion as a whole it doesn't focus on the birth of one person it doesn't focus on that singular story it is brought from together from lots of different stories so like the um the story of the battle between the holly king and the oak king uh, the Calic, and then you've got um, the, the Krampus. You've got the spirits of the longest night, and so all kind, all those different things all come together as part of your celebrations in different places. And it's really, it's fascinating. As obviously, I've had to do this for for my 
games for my game world. And it is really fascinating the number of different ideas that there are out there. So, for example, a wreath of oak twigs, holly leaves and sweet grass will deter spirits from your home. That's that's a, a weird thing. And then um, winter spices are burned to purify and, and all that kind of stuff. So little that's things. Good. Maybe that's something they do at the end yeah. of the, the period. We go, we burn the spices, we get rid of all the bad stuff to start fresh and new, ready for the new sun, and then, you know, the, the, the springtime is springtime sort of stuff to happen yeah that's quite cool or that that can be the day that you know if if midwinter doesn't mark the new year in your game world it it doesn't always then maybe setting something up say building like an incense lamp up until like up to that point and then when you light that incense lamp it has to stay burning right up until new year and if it goes and if it goes out it's bad luck for the year ahead so people are really focused on keeping this incense lamp alight yeah and maybe to add to that very much similar to you know when they you know find a new pope where they have the black smoke and the white smoke yeah the flame's got to remain a certain color until this point otherwise and if it changes you're like bad omens are afoot guys yeah we're gonna have bad luck this year bad harvest if it if it has to stay in green flame and it turns blue we're in trouble guys we're in big big trouble yeah it's just little things like that it it, winter is definitely a time to be focusing on reviewing what's happened over the past year and making plans for the year ahead. So reflection and preparation, I suppose. So if you're looking for a non-religious way to look at it, you can look at it in that way. Um, A time of reflection and preparation for the coming year. And there are some places where, you know, it's, Things like it's traditional to hang maps over fireplaces in remembrance of, I can't remember the exact wordage, but uh, there was this old tradition of hanging maps over a fireplace um, because it was considered good luck and it expanded your horizons and things like that. Um, You could do, have you done, if you've, have you played Diablo, Diablo 4? No, no, I didn't. So there's a spoilers ahead if you don't want to hear this. Um, there's a section forward. Yeah, there's um there's a section in Diablo Four where you have to purify yourself in order to enter a city, and to do that, you have to carve your biggest sin or failure on a piece of wood and burn it in order to purify yourself of that sin. And your map over a fireplace. (laughs) <laughs> and it, it it's kind of that you can bring in something like that so what some traditions do is if you have like a dream or something that you want to happen you write it on a piece of paper 
then you meditate over it and then you burn it. Mm. And it's meant to disperse the, the disperse the dream and bring good luck to you. Um, so it doesn't involve a specific deity necessarily, but it's a way of visualizing your hopes and your dreams. So it's a way of looking forward. Maps are representative of expanding your vision and expanding your horizons and um, expanding your understanding of the world. So people hang those up to attract good luck in that sense. And when you reflect yeah. on when you reflect on your past, maybe maybe you write things down and remember, and then you pass them on to other people to look at them, and you know they they look at it, and then you talk about it and say, okay, well, what have we learned from this? So little things like that. It doesn't have to be related to spirits or gods or anything like that. It can just be, okay. How can I reflect on myself? I write it all down. I give it to someone else to look at, and then we talk about it. That's literally how businesses do certain brainstorming exercises. Yeah, I think I read somewhere that someone had a jar, and every time something was like bad had happened in that year, they wrote it down, put it in the jar, and then at the end of the year, much like what you just said there, they took all the bad things out, they read them, then they burnt the whole one, burnt them all one by one to sort of cleanse themselves for the new year. And that, yeah, like you say, very, very sort of similar, very good way to try and sort of like have that ongoing sort of legend um, tradition of seeing out the old new year, seeing in the new year and, you know, all that sort of stuff. That's quite yeah. Cool. And it's it's not necessarily um, a, a spiritual or a religious experience. These are these are things that therapists have used, you know, to to force you to view happenings in a different way, or you know, to kickstart your brain into a new way of thinking. Mm-hmm. So, if you have a world that doesn't have gods or spiritualism or anything like that, then Actually, anything like that would work as an alternative for, you know, Christmas or Christmas thing things, you know, winter things, because yeah, winter's a perfect time for that. Time, yeah. It's that hmm. it's a perfect time for that. So yeah, that's definitely crazy. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think you know that's that's a good opportunity to wrap this episode up then because I think. As we're getting close to the very uh, fun time that everyone, I hope everyone out there that's listening enjoys Christmas time, whether it would be with family, your loved ones or whoever. But, you know, hopefully in your games, you take some inspiration from this episode to build upon, you know, the the myth, the legend or whatever of your seasons. And like we said, if you don't want to use gods and spirituality in that, then there's a different route you can take. Yeah. And it's it doesn't have to be really deep it can be something as simple as we've reached this point in time again Mm. let's have a drink to celebrate yeah it's a marker and then we move on yeah or it can be as elaborate and crazy and drug induced if necessary i don't know yeah. a med- medicinal herbal med- medicinal herbally induced as you like you know it doesn't have to yeah. be one or the other you know just take a look at your world that you're building that you're playing in 
and just pick and choose what seems right for that. Yeah. And what fits and what works. Yeah. And what you can build upon to make it feel a little bit more authentic and feel like your yeah. players or anyone looking at the world go, oh, I'm really looking forward to this time of year because yeah. in the world this happens. So it, there's always a bit of fun, a little bit of downtime. Yeah, and if there is that kind of thing, you can use it as a form of downtime. Use it to let them go carousing. Use it to let your players go shopping. Let them buy each other gifts. Let them play games. Play silly mini games. You know, have a whole session. We're celebrating this world's view, like thing of Christmas. Let's play some games. And you play mini games in character. You know, you do just have fun with it. Put puzzles in there. Do crazy stuff. Have them meet the spirit of Dead Winter. Hmm. That would be mad. And then, and then <laughs> reward them with maybe inspiration yeah. or you'll get like a, a point of luck to use eventually in the new year if you can solve this many puzzles in, in the period or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and, and just have fun with it, really. Yeah. And you know what? Who doesn't like getting presents? Give them presents. Yeah. Give them a gift. Why give, not? <laughs> give, give, give In-game, in give the give the characters presents and if it happens that the time of year overlaps give your players presents as well <laughs> because why not yeah. that's always a good opportunity mm. yeah perfect okay so we'll end the episode there i think yeah. it was very uh very good very informative i hope everyone <laughs> out there that's listening has taken something away um and yes you'll catch us for our season two of two kobolds in the new year we will be, again, as we usually do, going on a vast topic of TTRPGs. Um, the length and breadth, you'll not believe <laughs> that we talk about. Um, but, yeah, if there's any t- if there's any topics you want to, for us to talk about or you have an interest of us chatting about, throw it out there to our socials as per usual. Yes. Catch us on all the social medias, the Twitters, the Xs, the Tumblers. The Mastodon. Whatever else. Yeah, we, we are currently on uh, Zitta, on Mastodon, and on Tumblr. We do have our own website. Mm-hmm. Um, we are trying to raise money to buy a domain name for this website at the moment. So if you'd like to give us a Christmas present, head on over to our coffee page where we are raising funds for hosting and domain. That is coffee.com slash two kobolds in a trench coat podcast and you can donate yes. a, donate a little coffee to us so that we can raise some money and buy ourselves a christmas present which will be a domain name yeah Yay. exactly um but yes so from us here in two kobold cave we wish you a very merry christmas yeah have a jingle tastic festive season folks and we'll see you in the yeah. new year indeed we shall see you later Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you.